disclaimer, you're going to hear some kids outside. There's nothing we can do. We, it's a pool day. It's a fun, it's a it's Saturday fun day. They're just playing in the pool. So, apologies. <laughs> come on, come all, come gather around. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally a show not about true crime. It's David and Michael story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Storytime. I'm David Miller. And I'm Michael Santel, and today David is telling the greatest story ever told. <laughs> I was going to make that joke. Were you right, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to make it? Okay, no, no, no. we'll go back again. Okay, no, we can, do, we can say it at the same time. Okay, well, today no, David's going to be saying the, the greatest, greatest story ever told. told. What's that story, David? Well, that's the thing, is you uh, recently went back to your bread and butter of old fairy tales. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> going back to my bread and holy butter. Of, oh boy! Of uh, Bible stories. This is this is the other half of the Bible. This is the next well, story. This is the this is the Empire Strikes Back. The darkest hour. This is not the darkest hour. It uh, is a pretty dark hour. There are dark moments. Uh, we'll it ends in a death. We'll get to. That's not how it ends. You have not gotten far enough. He does. <laughs> Look, let's 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 take it back. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are going to be moving into the New Testament now. Hell yeah. And that starts... Moving on up <laughs> to the New Testament. You are so loose and ready. I'm so uh, loosey-goosey. <laughs> um, and that starts with the story of Jesus Christ. Perfect. Now, that was his name. Uh, his name is Jesus. His title, I guess, is Christ. See, the people on the on the late night radio circuit, they say it's he's got another name, Ben Joshua or something oh, like that. he has very many names. Oh, okay. The yeah. Lamb of God. Lamb That's of what God, it... uh, Son of Man, Son uh, of God. Rumpelstiltskin? Uh, Good Shepherd. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so... so predictions. Uh, yes, he dies. predictions? He's gonna die. He gets betrayed. So I know some of this from the because musical you, theater classics. I was going to say, I know that you generally know the outline because you've seen Jesus Christ Superstar. And at a certain <laughs> point, the bad guy, uh, uh, Neb- not Nebuchadnezzar, what's the bad guy's name? Are you talking Herod? Are you talking Pontius Pilate? Are you I think I'm thinking of... Judas? Who I think I'm thinking about? of Pontius Pilate. Okay. Because they bring him to him and yes. he goes, If you are the Christ, yes, the great Jesus Christ, prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming pool if you do that oh for God. me, then I'll let you go free. Come on, king of the Jews. Oh my God. Is that in your story? That does happen, though. <laughs> uh, it's an actual piece of history that, that was just sung. It's amazing because it's word for word exactly how <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I know well okay predictions are good because I know a little bit of this now, story now there are I'm gonna tell you there's a lot in here what do you mean <laughs> um the story of Jesus is split over four you know how we talked about when we were going through the Old Testament there are books of the Bible yeah the first four books of the Bible are known as the or four books of the New Testament are known as the Gospels. Which means good news. Yes. and they Even to- though it's awful bad things happen, it means good news. They together are the Jesus story. Now, generally speaking, they are almost exactly the same. But there's four I feel books? like I read the same thing four times. Why are, are there different, are the four different, yes. are the four different stories different accounts? Yes. So they are, they are, their names, the names of those books are who wrote them and they are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are all my favorite 90s bands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so they were all disciples of Jesus. So they're all the dudes who were around him. Okay. And they have somewhat different like angles on things sometimes. Like some dudes. Sometimes it's like, I was sitting at the table in the back 
And the other guy's like, I was at the bar up front it's, getting a drink. Yeah, it's not so much like a Rashomon, like things happen differently, but it's like in some accounts you'll get less or more details on events than others. Why would you never, why like, would you ever like read this the guy less and, accounts? Well, like, it just depends on like, oh, and this, this story is found in this book. This story is found in these two books, but more descriptively in this one. Is that just because like, they went on that trip on Tuesday and they just heard about it, but on Wednesday everybody was there? I'll tell you, a lot of detailed ones are in the book of Luke because Luke was like the more, I guess, this, I, I, I haven't confirmed this since I was told it when I was like 10 or whatever. That's the best way. That's how religion works. But Luke was more like the, of the group of 12. I don't think he was technically one. He was one of the BFFs. But he was like a doctor or like whatever the sciencey doctor type job was of the day. Oh, he was the uh, leech herder. Yeah. Yeah. So he was more detailed in his accounts than, oh. say, like, Matthew, who was the tax... He's a big fucking dumb dude! Matthew was the tax collector. Oh, okay. He changes his name. And Mark, whose book... He wakes up in the morning camp. Oh, it's Dave Matthews. Mark's book is so, like, it feels like a rough draft of Matthews. It was, oh, really? <laughs> I read, you read through Matthew, and then if you read immediately through Mark, you're like, this is the same thing, but, like, in half the space. Are there, are there just, like, <laughs> are there, like, weird smelling mistakes or, like, things crossed out <laughs> yeah. with red marks yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, so we're going to be going through, I have done my best to compile all four books into one sort of chronological story. Yeah, this is like your version of Lord of the Rings. It's this is like very difficult to do. I have, you can see in my notebook, there's like post-its of all different colors. This might have to be broken into two episodes, David. If it does, sure, but it's all one recording session. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, what else do I have? Oh, some details about just this in general. Okay, so we're starting. So, yes. The New the Testament. New Testament. Uh, a lot of the Old Testament that we barely touched on or didn't really talk about... Was bullshit. Was a bunch of prophecies. Oh, okay. Many of which had to do with... The Messiah. The coming Messiah, yes. Which, uh, literally translates to anointed or anointed one. Okay, they got oil the, on their face. The deliverer or So savior. whoever's an oily person yeah. will be the person. Yeah. Uh, the time of the Jesus story is during the time of the Roman Empire rule. I believe that is during the, uh, BC era, correct? And then eventually I... there's <laughs> You know, parts of the story will be BC. Okay, and, then, okay. and actually that was my next note in here is that BC literally does translate to before Christ. It doesn't mean that. No, it doesn't mean that. That's, I, just, I looked it up. David, there's no fucking way that's what that means and then ad is latin for anno domini meaning the year of the lord i don't think that's true i think it means something else all is right that real? at me if i'm wrong okay. i literally <laughs> looked it up as i started doing i this. don't think it means before christ i've been told that it doesn't mean that i feel like people's other people smarter than me no what you what you were told was as a kid we were like oh yeah it's before christ and then ad is after death and then everyone's like, no, that doesn't make sense. What, yeah. about, what about the 33 years in between? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, maybe that's what they were talking that's about. That's what they were talking about. He was about. only 33. Uh-huh. Older than Jim Morrison, but less than Joe <laughs> He was 33-ish, I think. That's I get, That's the number I kept hearing when I was good. He started his ministry at around 30. Okay. And then aren't there, like, just huge swatches of his life? We don't know what the fuck he yeah, did. Yeah, from age 12 to age 30. Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Bible stuff. Um... Once upon a time, the Jews are... I will tell you... Don't think about it anymore. They are, they are under Roman rule. I will tell you that um, some of the prophecies from that Old Testament uh, had to do with the genealogy of like where Jesus would come... Where the Messiah would come from. They didn't name him Jesus. Uh-huh. Where the Messiah would come from. Um, and part of that was that he'd come from the house of David or be like a descendant of King David. Oh, it's right? another Miller story. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, where, let's see. Where am I starting? 
We are starting. You have so many post-it notes. You have uh, so many post-it notes. So I'm going to start with the genealogies then, because uh, the first thing in Matthew is it gives you the genealogy. I was going to say, I, 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 I know we're not there yet, but it's going to happen soon. Christmas is coming, David. Yeah. Christmas, is coming. Christmas is coming. So let's go. keep going, because right. Christmas is almost here. So there were 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to exile in Babylon, and 14 from exile to the Messiah. How lucky of all of those <laughs> nice numbers. Ending in Jacob, the father of Joseph, husband of Mary, mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. And then I have here in boil in, uh, um bold words spoiler alert because gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> they literally tell us who it is before, sure. right at the beginning during the sixth month of elizabeth's presidency elizabeth yeah elizabeth a lady president Eliz did i say president yeah <laughs> it wasn't a president no, they weren't during the sixth month of they elizabeth they weren't cool with democracy yet during the sixth month of elizabeth's presidency oh my god why do i keep david <laughs> what is happening just a second during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Pregnancy! <laughs> Much different than presidency. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Pregnancy. Jesus Christ. Here yeah, we go. yeah. <laughs> uh, during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, uh -huh. Elizabeth is Mary's cousin. Okay, cool. Okay. They grew up together. They're like sisters. Okay. What? How, how did Elizabeth get pregnant? How did Elizabeth get from a man's seed? So Elizabeth was barren. Oh. And far too old to have kids. She's an old lady. See, now this I'm getting from the book of John. Okay. Or no. This is the book of Luke. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so uh, she was. She and her husband, Zechariah, did not have any children. They were too old for kids. Plus, Elizabeth could never conceive. Ooh, how sad. Right. An angel appeared to Zechariah. Ooh. An angel named Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel. Who is like the messenger angel. You gotta blow, Gabriel, blow. That's from uh, a Marx Brothers movie from when I was a kid. <laughs> Um, the angel appeared to Zechariah and said, hey, your wife is going to have a son. You need to name him John. Okay. And she was like, dope. Thanks for a baby. And Zechariah was like, oh, uh, also, he can't have any wine for the Holy Spirit will be upon him since before birth. Okay. So, so he, he can't drink ever. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever. John can never drink. Forever, ever? Forever, ever. Okay. Uh, uh, Zechariah was like, well, how, how could that be possible? How would I know that this is true? We're barren. We can't have kids. So then uh, the angel he was like... He touches her belt. He reaches out and touches the tip of her nose. He goes, Boink! No, she's not even there. This is the angel talking to Zechariah. Oh, okay. In the temple. Like, he went to the temple for oh. the day, and the angel showed up to him. And Zechariah is a Jew. Yes. Okay. He's like a prominent one. Got um, it. And he uh, is like, how, how is this even possible? Whatever. What? I, I, don't, I don't know. How am I going to know? And the angel goes like, oh, you don't have, you don't, you don't have faith? Uh, be silent. And then, so he now is mute. Until John is born. Oh shit! But Elizabeth does become pregnant. Hot damn! And then, but he muted him. We'll have John later. What a power! Yeah, just like turn down the volume yeah, on somebody. So that he can't talk. So that he came out and wanted to tell people about what he saw, and he couldn't. But he couldn't. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Yeah, we're going back to where mm -hmm. you start from. Now, where is she in her presidency at this point? Uh, second term. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I believe it's the third trimester. Six month is second term. Okay, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Gabriel then went. The angel. Uh huh. And was sent to the Virgin Mary. Hey, her cousin. Yes. Uh, Mary was afraid, and the angel was like, don't be afraid, I bring you uh, good news. I already fucked your cousin! <laughs> that's not, that's not even close to how the story How did is. the baby get in there, David? The cousin was Zechariah's baby. That wasn't a 
But it was also holy. It was also the baby was put there it by was, God. It was. It was made. They were made able to conceive, but the baby is fully human. Right. I know, but I'm just saying, like, right. I understand that, but I'm saying, like, it is another God baby. Like no. God used his God powers to make that baby to make them able to conceive. Yeah. So isn't that technically still a God baby? Sure, but it's not like a not in the way you're saying. Like the angel didn't fuck anybody. I can't. All right. Whatever. <laughs> So Gabriel, the Holy Spirit went into that dude's body, okay? <laughs> oh, I meant to have a disclaimer at the beginning of this that, like, since we're talking about the Jesus story, we're literally just here for the story of it, you know? Oh, like, not like not the a, like the moral lessons that we're right, learning. Well, yeah, we're gonna talk about some of like his teachings and stuff, but we're not gonna dig into a bunch of his sermons because that's not the story. That's his sure. his deal. So this isn't about what the religion. This is about the story. That, that should have been in the beginning. Understood. Right. Okay, this right. is a good point to put it. <laughs> Get back to it. So the angel's like, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. You, Mary, will give birth to a son. You will name him Jesus. <sighs> No, no choice in no, these names. You, you to get told Jesus. what they are. And she's like, but how's that possible? I'm a virgin. And the angel says, the he holy... He puts a silk over the light bulb. The Holy Spirit will be upon you. Oh, see, the Holy Spirit's going to get inside of her. Yes. So let me go... Hard pause, that. David! I'm looking up the verse. Yeah, David had to download a Bible app on his phone again. It didn't even work. I'm just on the internet now. Oh, okay. Uh, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I like that God gave Jesus a playmate in his uh, yeah. cousin. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I want to make sure you guys are born at the same uh, time. There's a fun little story where they go and meet. I didn't write it down because I didn't think I was going to tell it to you, but it is fun. Mary then goes to Elizabeth after she is, like, pregnant with Jesus. They're both pregnant at the same time. Mary goes to, like, meet Elizabeth, and when they end up in the same room together, John, the baby in Mary's womb, like, leaps for joy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so happy that his it's friend cute. was there. It's cute. Uh, all right. So, Joseph... Then Mary comes to Joseph and is like, Joseph, I am pregnant. I'm pregnant. And he's like, you better fucking not be. Yeah, and he's like, how is this possible? Like, we haven't had sex. I'm engaged. Joseph is engaged to be married to her. They are not married yet. Okay. Um, so they have not had sex yet. But they're gonna. Right. But they're not married yet. So they haven't. So Joseph then has to, like, basically accept Mary. Mary's like, it's. That she boned down with it's that angel. It's the Holy Spirit. She didn't bone down with the, the angel. The Spirit entered I into her be, yes. and came upon her, which <laughs> sure sounds dirty to me. Um, uh, let's see. Joseph was faithful to the law, and I have another Bible verse Yeah, he for didn't this kill one. his wife for cheating on him. Hold on, hold on. Oh, this is going to be so much editing. All right. Joseph accepts Mary. Uh, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Divorce her quietly? Mm -hmm. He divorced her! He didn't believe no, her! He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Because she was a cheating bitch. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord... No, not because of that. Because it would have <laughs> appeared bad. Yeah, it appears like she cheated on him, David. It appears like... If it walks like a duck, it says that he came on it like a duck. It's a duck, David. Right, but I want to be clear that the way the Bible tells it, the way the story is... He didn't is that divorce he it. didn't think that. He just knew other people would think that. Oh. It is an important distinction that he never thought well, she cheated on. Well, the most him. important thing is to what other people think. So right. what happens? But it's important. It's an important distinction, and it's what the story says. 
but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Got it. So it was spiritual. Yeah. It wasn't, he's allowed to have it that, I mean, there won't be a hymen, the baby's going to break it, but like, <laughs> he's allowed to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they will have other children after this. And also, they can't name that baby Hyman because that no. wasn't allowed one of the no. names. Uh, and they, 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 Jesus they, has brothers and sisters? Yes, Jesus has a... I know he has other siblings, and one of them I know, their name is James. Ooh. Yep, James, brother of Jesus. Uh, That's my name, too. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Jesus' birth. Yeah. Away in a major no uh, uh, room a at the end. All right, all right, all right. So... Caesar Augustus had ordered a census. Everyone has to go to their hometown or yep. their family's hometown to register. He was covered in lettuce at the time. Joseph went to and Mary went to Bethlehem, the city of David, because he is from the house of David. Everyone had to go back home. Just like you sang, there was no room for them at the inn. Away oh, the- <laughs> right, right. So then we have so much to go through. <laughs> uh, so then the time came that Mary had to have a baby. In the barn with the uh, animals. Basically, yep. Yeah. And so then they wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger. Away in a manger. Meanwhile, Meanwhile. that that same night, in the fields outside of town, there were shepherds overlooking sheep. Where are the magic men? Uh, We will get to that, because we have a lot to say about that. Okay. Uh, We will... Remember, so the star appeared when Jesus was born. I thought they were following it before that. No, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, how, so, how let me get to this part of the story. <laughs> Outside of town in the fields, angels appeared to the shepherds in the fields and told them about, there's a, today the Messiah is born in the city. For unto us a child is born. Go into the city and find him. You'll find him laying in a manger. So then they run in there and they find him and they're, oh my God, yay, praise God. And they run out and they tell everybody about the great news. Okay. Uh, Jesus then is brought to the temple to like be circumcised and named Jesus and presented. Oh, to... we never get to that part of the story. Yeah, and then like, and he's like presented to the temple because that's a thing you do. Meanwhile, at the temple, there was a man named Simeon, who was an old man. I was Simeon. Yeah, and his whole deal was that he was promised. Was that Simeon the Simeon of old? Yeah. This... Wait, no, no, no. This, that... this is the Simeon brothers of Jacob and sons. No, no, no. Okay, this, this is, is just another this is another day. An old man named Simeon who was told by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. And then he sees Jesus and dies. And then he sees Jesus and he lifts him up and he like praises him and says, oh, this person is And then he drops the baby. And then he immediately dies. Oh no, my God. He did not immediately die. Okay, uh, the baby would have got hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the, the birth of Jesus. Now you asked about the wise men or the magic men. Yeah, the magi. The, the magi. The, the, the Kuna Matata yes, brothers. So that's in Matthew 2. The magi, after Jesus was born. Balthazar, Malchazar, and... Here's the thing. The, we don't know how many there were. Oh, there could have been more than They presented three gifts, but all it says is it was a group of magi. It does not say there were three of them. I bet those gifts were expensive. You'd probably want to, like... Well, they would have been... They would have had a whole entourage of people. There sure. Could have been so, you know, they're, hey, they're rich. You, hey, I didn't bring my wallet. Could you Venmo me for this Jesus gift? I'll get you later. So after Jesus was born, a group of magi, or wise men, from the east came to Jerusalem and so asked... So there were Asian Jews? They're not Jewish. I know. So how do they know about this g- g- God? They're following the star. They're astronomers. These are they are not Jewish people. Men of science have now made their way into the world of religion. So they come to Jerusalem and ask, "Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and have come to worship him." King Herod at the time was troubled 
because uh, oh, we got trouble he heard right about, here in Bethlehem he heard about another king being. With the capital B, and that rhymes with T, and that stands for pool. <laughs> he found out where he was to have been born, and then found out when the star appeared. He's doing real good with his research. They're Which was about all the stuff two years ago. Oh. The Magi show up to Jesus when he's about two years old. He, ooh, ter- the nativity ter- scene where like the shepherds and the wise men and everything are there is totally not real. He was, I was going to say, that's real. He's very malnutrition. He's, he's not nourished well. He needs more <laughs> meat on those boats. Um, Herod told the Magi to let him know. He like invited them in. He's like, oh, hey, come on Learned in. Learned men Tell from me the East this- yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to my home. And he uh, said like, hey, whenever you find where this king is, let me know where he is so I also can come and worship him. Oh, we found him in a field down by some sheep. And they kept following it until it stayed over Jesus' house. And they presented <laughs> They presented him. His house was a barn, FYI. No, no, no. That's where he was born. He oh, then, but, oh. That's, in, that's in Bethlehem when they were there for the census. Then they went home. Right. I was born in Torrance, but I grew up in West Covina. No, you were born in a hospital. Right, but, in Torrance. But at no point did you live in that hospital. I mean, technically I was there for like a day or so. <laughs> I was living my life. Uh, Fuck you to say I wasn't living my life in that hospital. <laughs> I was living it up in that hospital. I was on the sixth floor. So, oh my God, this is going to take so long. <laughs> So when they're there, they present him with three gifts, like you know, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah, and as what is myrrh? Myrrh is a it's a um a per, it's a like an anointing oil for funerals. Why? Oh, why would you want death oil? All of these are symbolic. Oh, okay. <laughs> the gold is because he's like it's like but gold. I understand gold because he's like a king, like king of kings, right? King of the Jews. Frankincense um, is a symbol of... Div- so you're not smelly when you meet new people. It's a perfume, but it's a symbol of divinity. Okay. Okay. And then myrrh, uh, because he's anointed in death, it's a whole thing with the death of the... Got it. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, the wise men were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, so they went home a different route. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, who told them? The, the, the uh, God? And, like an angel or something, yeah. So God's got weird little tentacles. He's got, like, different yeah. sleeper cells all over the world, yeah, like, yeah. ready to pop whenever he needs them. Yeah. Uh, Joseph was also warned in a dream to get up, take his family, and flee to Egypt, because Herod was going to try to kill Jesus. Ooh, a lot of uh, dream talking right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so when, they go to Egypt. Yeah, they do. And they stay there for a few years. Um, and when he figured out, when Herod figured out that the Magi weren't coming back, he ordered the death of all boys in and around Bethlehem, age two and under. Uh, the Jesus tale is sounding a lot like the Moses tale mm-hmm. right now. Even the fleet to Egypt yep. also sounds a little bit a part of yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, then what happens? That's And like those things are like a bunch of prophecies got like checked off. Oh, okay, that from, all of those things those happen. Yeah. So the Jews with their punch cards are like, oh man, this might really be a Messiah. Yeah. Um, so remember how we said Elizabeth was pregnant? Yeah. Uh, John the Baptist was born as well. Oh, John the Baptist was the Elizabeth's, mm-hmm. and he was then... Jesus' like, cousin or second cousin or however that works out. And Your he parents' was, cousin's kid. And he was then also, like, God God is aware of him. Oh, yeah. He's like, he was John the Baptist, and it's another bunch of prophecies getting checked, was the person who, like, foretells the coming of the Messiah, like, immediately before the Messiah Did he make baptism popular? Was baptism a thing? Do Jews do baptism? I think it was already a thing, uh, but he definitely popularized it. Yeah, he definitely popularized it. Yeah, he definitely was big. Um, Hey, what are you boys doing? I'm just drinking. You guys should try this. So we'll get to John the Baptist in a second, but there is one... Baptism! One story from when Jesus was a kid. 
uh, when he was 12 years old, they went on a trip to Jerusalem. Yeah. And on the way back, and, and with like the whole family, like and family, like extended family. Like, Did they leave him at home? They, they forgot him, him at the airport. They left him at Jerusalem. It's like Home Alone too. Oh my God! <laughs> He's left in New York. He was Jesus in the big city. Yeah. So when they realized, like a day later, they realized that he wasn't with them anymore because it's a big caravan of people. They thought he was with like the cousins or. They, well, they counted the neighbor kid. Yeah, and then they when they get home, they're like, "Oh my God, he's not here!" So they rush back, and when they go find him, twelve year old Jesus is sitting in the middle of the temple talking with all the like scholars and teachers, and everyone is like so amazed at how much he knows. Have you guys heard this twelve year old? He's talking some real shit in he here. He knows everything. Oh, interesting. So even as he like he was able to like keep up and like really like be even more knowledgeable than like the the temple on the practices of god like like jewish laws okay okay yeah Uh, so instead of being in a baseball cards he's way into like the torah and jewish law yeah um all right let's get to some john the baptist stuff so john the baptist was let's see in those days john the baptist came preaching in the wilderness of judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near um, and then he fulfills prophecies by doing that. He wore clothes made of camel hair, had a leather belt around his waist, and ate food of locusts and wild honey. So he didn't have a good diet. He was a wild man. Like, yeah. If you saw him, he'd be like real like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked like a he looked like a mountain hippie. Yeah. Um. So let's see, verse eleven. Um. He says to people, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you uh, with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus was put lighting people on fire to baptize them? <laughs> well, we'll talk about people on fire later. He burns people? No, he doesn't. Oh, well, other people. Yet. But he's trying uh, to protect us? All right, so then Jesus... How does John have powers? John just is like the foreteller. He's just... He has put upon him by the Holy Spirit, who has been on him since birth. Wasn't he, if he's claiming the end is nigh, isn't he? He's not claiming the end is nigh, he's saying Jesus is coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's better. Yeah, he's not, he's not, a, no, he's not like a doomsayer. I didn't, well, I mean, technically, sort no, of. He's saying, he's saying, no, he's saying the Savior is coming. Right, but the Savior from what? Some people were thinking it was going to be the Romans. Some people thinking it was going to be something else. But it was none of those things. Uh, if you go by theology, then he's saving you from death. Okay. But everyone dies, so then he didn't Eternal work. Eternal death, hell. Oh, it's a whole okay. theological... Right, I'm trying to get through the story, <laughs> okay, not okay. the theology. Got it. And also, John the Baptist doesn't necessarily have powers. He's just baptizing people in the Holy Spirit. Like, okay, as but as... he's talking about uh, uh, Yahweh. He's... All this is to the Yahweh The, the Messiah, God. yeah. Okay. Oh, but yeah, it's all under God, the God that the Jews have been following. The God of Abraham. Yeah. Uh, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all the righteousness. Then John consented. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. The sky opens up, a fucking center spotlight hits Jesus, and and, then, a, and a dove, like a spirit dove, comes down. God breaks the fourth wall and goes, yo, that's my kid. That's my kid, and he's dope. Yeah. Yep. And he made John do it, even though John was like, I'm not worthy enough to yeah, do John it. Yeah, John was like, I should be baptized by you, like, you're the real deal, and, oh, Jesus, wow. and Jesus basically tells him, no, you baptize me because there are prophecies that have to be checked right here. Interesting that we're already... That you know, he's working towards it. 
Yeah, yeah, that yeah. there's like a we're checklist. Checking, we're checking our boxes. He's just making yeah. a list. He's checking it twice. All right. So the Son of God eats Father and Christ. Jesus goes into the wilderness. Jesus is going to the wilderness. Uh, and to be he he was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Ooh. Did you ever see uh, Last Temptation of Christ? No. Oh, it's about this. This is the one. Yeah, there's other. I've I've seen some <laughs> Jesus. Thing. I haven't seen them all. Okay, is that the uh, one Scorsese did? Yeah, he fasted for forty days and forty nights. He didn't eat for a month. That's a long he, time. For over a month. Is that why Christians do that? Yeah. I know a Christian girl in school, and she's like, "I'm not eating tonight. I'm fasting." Yeah. Like, why? Well, yeah, fasting is a thing. I mean, not just Christian people fast. Like other religions will fast. I know why. It's a thing. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. You sort of fast. You don't eat a lot of food. I did it once to raise money for like people in Africa or something. Like, growing hooray! Up. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, all right. Uh, Satan. So Satan shows up to Jesus then, and okay. it does name him by like Satan. Satan, the fucking daybringer, the yes. lightbringer down they name below. Him is Satan like, from now on. Hello, Jesus, and he's like, hello, Satan. So Satan shows up and says, "If you're the son of God, then tell these stones to become bread." Right? You're so hungry, you could just make these bread because you're magic. Yeah, you're Jesus. You could, you're God, right? If you're, you know, Jesus. So Jesus does have those powers. Oh but yeah. What does Jesus say? He answers with scripture. He uses the old scripture as his rebuttal. What does he say? Men shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Ooh. I know, right? Ah, ah, I got him. He knows his stuff. So then Satan took him to the holy city of Jerusalem and to the highest point of the temple. Which is like a two-story building. Uh, it's not that high up. I mean, in retrospect, it was high, but it's, it's really high not that high. Up for the time. Uh, and then he says to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written... He will command angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Now Satan is using scripture. And then what does Jesus say? Does he go back to scripture, or does uh, he just make some new Jesus <laughs> stuff up? Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Ooh, it says that. Yeah, yeah, it says yeah. everything. I feel like it says, like, test your God, and then it's like, don't test your God. So then Satan takes him up to a high mountain and looks out over everything and says, It's Mount Everest. And all of this I will give to you if you but bow down and worship me. And he's like, I don't want to own Nepal. Jesus, I, I have in my notes to say, Jesus says, get the fuck out. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I basically, here's what he I says. I rebuke thee, Satan, in the name of me. That is basically what he says. He says, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Wow, because he was up on that mountain. He's like, how do I get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Um, so then, we are angels to bring you back to Jerusalem. So then Jesus calls his first disciples. Yeah. He was walking by the Sea of Galilee and sees two brothers, fishermen. Donner and Dasher. Uh, Simon Peter. Simon, who he calls Peter. Why? I don't know. Okay. Uh, and Andrew, the two brothers. Who they, he calls Andrew. Andrew. Uh, <laughs> they're fishing in the lake with nets. He tells them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And, oh. And they do. They put down their nets and they They're like, them. men are way more profitable than fish. <laughs> He then sees two other brothers fishing, James and John. Yeah, James John. Same thing. He says, come and follow me. And they put down their nets I'll and they do. I'll make you men fishermen. There's also a note in here that their dad's name is Zebedee. Cool, yeah, Zebedee. I just thought you'd like that. Do they, uh, does he also give them fun nicknames that are like normal names? No, they're just. I'll call you Zeke. They're James and John. I'll call you Spike. Uh, so then Jesus has his first miracle. Oh. The water into wine. Wow, we're already there. Yep. Jesus goes to a wedding in Cana in Galilee, and his mother is there, and then he and his disciples are also invited. 
I feel like they're like her plus six. Oh, okay. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> they never have anything going on, and she had ribs like, hey, come to this wedding. At some point, Mary comes up to Jesus and is like, Jesus, you've got to do something. They've run out of wine. Why does Mary think Jesus can do anything? Because she knows he's the son of God. Right. Again, they're all just are talking about these powers that he has, even though he hasn't done anything yet. Right. Now he's going to use That's his... where the word faith comes in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, okay. But he actually says to her, why are you involving me in this? My hour has not yet come. Don't, sh- don't, don't people about me. Mary then turns to a servant and goes, do whatever he says. Wow! <laughs> and so there were, nearby there were like six big jars that were used for like, cere- uh, the water jars that are used for ceremonial washing. But you can't use, don't you? They're not use? full of water yet. They're, they're just sitting there. They're not doing a ceremony for the washing okay. here, but like if they were to be, that's what they'd be used for. Got it. Jesus tells the servant, go and fill those with water. So he does. And then he tells the servant, now draw some out and take it to the host. What happens, David? The host tastes it and comes back and goes, Oh my God, this is wine! Not only is it wine, most people would put their best wine out first, and then when people get drunk, they put out the cheap, shitty wine. But this is just this good wine! This put out the best possible wine now of all times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he, so, it's okay. better than the good stuff. Yeah, it's better than the good stuff. It's the greatest of stuff. Yeah. So then Jesus starts to get famous. Uh, I wonder if that was a draw in old days of like, you know, I really wish I could have met Christ, try some of that real good dank, mm-hmm. that good dank wine that he had. Yeah, I, I'm sad that he never did it again. Yeah, he never does any of these things again. And go figure, like, his cousin can never drink at all, and he's... It's not good! I don't want to rosé! <laughs> I want that Christ shit again! Um, so Jesus starts getting famous, going around and healing people's diseases and preaching all throughout, like, Syria. Um, he goes all the way to Syria. Yeah, he goes all over the place. Does um, he go to India? No. I heard a guy say that he went to India once. I don't know. Okay. Uh, he does. He travels it. all over. Okay. At some point he goes to the temple. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove them all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. Ooh. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop. Get these fucking doves out of here. <laughs> Stop turning my father's house into a market. Wow, when you go to church, you just pray. You shouldn't be trying to get money and stuff there. Yeah. So how come I see lots of preachers on TV trying to get money and hey stuff? Hey, man, that ain't what we're here to talk about. Okay. Uh, so during... Let me flip these fucking tables over! During his uh, during his teachings, he uh, has a thing called the Beatitudes. How? Oh, my. The Beatitudes? The Beatitudes. That's my favorite band from 1955. Yeah. They were like a, a swinging girl group. Um, that wall of sound. And that's the one, you may have heard it before, but it's like the blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed be the meek, they will inherit the earth. Yep, that's uh, Matthew 5, verse 5. I didn't, I only know that from, they uh, will inherit the earth. I've heard other people say that. Yeah. Uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God, etc., etc., etc. All those things. Uh, very good. Nice little nice little things to say. Talking about poor people, telling these rich money changers, get the fuck out of here. He was preaching on a mountainside to large crowds, all these things. Um, he also then, he kind of takes a lot of hard stances on stuff. He probably had a great booming voice to like project yeah. to all those masses. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he tells people, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Yeah, that's sand. If you can't eat it, it's just sand. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and then it gives light to everyone in the house. 
In the same way, let your light shine before others. This little light of mine. Yep. I'm gonna let it shine. Yep. Over uh, the house, not under a bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna let it shine. He says he's here to fulfill the law, not to change it. Ooh. Uh, what a very interesting political move. He, no, he makes some really hard stances. He's here. the Biden of the group. He says anger is the same as murder. Wow. He says, you have heard it said to the people long ago, you shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, uh, Raka is answerable. I don't know what that means. Raka, Raka is That's answerable what you say to the to court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Wow. So if you're not friends with your family, you're going to hell. I guess. David, you got it. You got some uh, shit to do. You give some legal advice. Settle matters settle matters quickly with your adversary who's taking you to court. Do it while you're still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to a judge, and the judge may hand you to an officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. Wow! <laughs> That's some pretty good fucking advice of like, hey, if you can keep us out of the courts, he's do got, so. He's got stuff to say about adultery and divorce. What did he say? You have heard it said that you shall not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out, and throw it away. Jesus it Christ! It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for the whole body to be thrown into hell. That's what they said when they got their eyes ripped out. If your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. Because I masturbated? Uh, he then has things to say about divorce. And then you stumbled because it was slippery on the ground. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce, but I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality... And that bitch cheats, it's fine, but other than that... ...makes her the victim of adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. She might not be a bitch, she might just be misunderstood and just so angry that her husband doesn't listen to what her needs are. Uh, he has things to say about making oaths... Don't, don't fucking do it unless you mean it. He actually kind of, kind of, except for that last part. He says, you may have heard it said, do not break your oath. Uh, but I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Wow. I'm going to tell people I won't swear to them because, like, no, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said don't swear. No allegiances. It's just based on me. Not what you're fucking telling me it's based on. <laughs> you have heard it said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. So he... So, so I understand that he's saying don't do evil, but he's saying you've heard of an eye for an eye. You, yeah, he's saying you've heard eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. I'm telling you, fuck that revenge. Don't do that. If someone wrongs you, just turn the other cheek. He's really trying to de-escalate things. He's trying to make sure like people talk, like don't go to the courts, handle this in the family. Uh, it's all about family. Uh, and then finally, he says, you may have heard it said, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Okay, just neighbors are still fine. Love your, but also love your enemies too. Sure. Yeah. So some nice things there. There's some lot of, some hard a, stances and also some nice things. Yeah, but it's all like it's all about like the unity in the group and also a lot of trust. But like, don't swear oaths on that trust. Just like trust one another. But if you fucking ruin that trust, you do it. And but if you find yourself like straying from your wife, you cut off that fucking hand. Yeah. You don't touch. You don't grab anyone by the pussy. <laughs> Uh, he's got a bunch of other things that he talks about. I'm probably going to skip a bunch of them, but basically, like, don't be performatively righteous. Like, don't go praying on the street corner, you know? 
hypocrites. Like, you're just doing it to be seen. I wish Christians would follow what Jesus says. (laughs) Don't hoard wealth. You can't take it with you. Uh, It specifically says you can't serve two masters, and if you are serving the master of wealth, you are not serving the master of God. But I need to get my jumbo jet, David. Uh, Don't worry about life or food or clothes. Just seek first God's kingdom and all else will follow. Maybe keep some clothes. I, may, hold on, Jesus. Maybe these people should uh, wear some the clothes. famous one, the um, judge not lest ye be judged. That one's in there. What, what, is, it, what uh, is it? Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with measure you use, it will be measured against you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Ooh. I know. I've always, I've always loved that. Plank in your I've eye. I've always loved that. Uh, so then he also heals people, he heals lepers, he... How? With his Jesus magic? He tells them, like, you are clean, and then they're clean. And they're yeah. just clean. Yeah. He healed a centurion's servant from far away. Like, a centurion showed up and is like, dude, my servant is, like, dying. And he does it from, like, a great and distance. And he's like, you have faith in me, centurion. Your servant's healed already. And, and he's, he's like, like oh! oh! Yeah. He healed Peter's mom. Thanks, Peter's mom! And then she waited on him and, like, made him food and stuff. Fuck yeah, she did! Yeah. I'm dying on my bed. Hopefully she wasn't dying. She can make us some sandwiches. Uh, at one point, I bring her back. At one point, he calls out a Samaritan woman. He like is like at a well, and she's at a well. And um, this is where he talks about being living water, if anyone ever has heard that phrase. But like she's like, how are you going to get water out of the well? You don't even have a thing to draw it with. And he's like, regular water. People will be thirsty again. I bring water that will thirst, that will like give life forever and she's like give me some and it's holy it's like it's like spiritual water yeah and he says go get your husband and she says i have no husband and he says here you go no. and he says you are right when you say you have no husband you have had five husbands and the man that you're with now is not your husband what the fuck does that mean she, and she she fucked other dudes. Yeah, and she was like, holy shit, you're a prophet. You know shit about me. Like, and then the man she's with now, who she is sleeping with, is, is not, not They're not married. Not oh. married. Why is he so... I, I, He said don't judge people, and now he's very clearly judging he's, her. He's just he's just calling her out. I Technically, he's not judging her, but he's like say, basically proving to her, like, hey... You could have had a husband if I you know wanted shit. one. I know shit. Oh, man. And he knows about her bone zone. He's been watching her. Uh, quick note, the book of John is where the term born again comes from. He, Jesus is teaching a guy named Nicodemus. Uh, about, Nicodemus, Nicodemus. About what it means, like how he can get into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And he says, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. I've never had any Nicodemus. I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> uh, at a point, Jesus calms the storm. He like so, stops. He's like he's like. I'm, hey, yeah, I'm gonna try he's to like, calm down. Just settle down, everybody. Trying to hit through some coming. of the major the major Jesus uh, moments here. Um, so all of the disciples got into a boat with Jesus and I went out into the Sea of Galilee. Okay. And they're on the boat, and Jesus goes under the deck and goes to sleep, taking a nap. Okay. And while he's sleeping, a big sw- storm sweeps up and like starts battering the boat around, and Jesus is still just snoozing away snoozing. down underneath. And then he gets mad that his fucking sleep got and d- they start, disturbed. They start to, he's, no, he's not even awake yet. They start to despair up on top of the deck. And so they come down and they're like, Master, like, Lord, save us. Maybe that's why we yell, Jesus Christ, when bad things happen. <laughs> they were like, Jesus Christ! And he's La- like, what do you want? They come down and say, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And he wakes up and says, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up, rebuked the waves. I rebuke thee, waves. Go away. And they calmed down. Wow. David, I was on a boat that lost power, like a boat on Lake Michigan and yeah. had a crazy fucking storm. It's one of the worst 
It was like it like ruined the trip for us. <laughs> I, I we felt like we were gonna die. Yeah. I went underneath like Jesus, but I could not wave my hands to make it go away. <laughs> All I could do was wave my cell phone camera so the bigger boat wouldn't run into us. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a, not a good... And we told them we didn't want to go out on the boat. And they're like, no, it'll be fine. And then, like, at a certain point, all the boat just goes like, Fook! And, like, stops working. There's uh. no rudder. There's no nothing. There's no radio. And we were just like, let us call the cops. Let us call the cops so they can send someone. And the guy was like, no, it'll be, it'll be fine. I think that motherfucker was drunk. Yeah. I think that fuck... We got a he DUI. Had, like, some, some expired license or something. He had a yeah. Diet Coke can that he drank the entire time, and it never emptied. <laughs> fuck that guy. All right. Um, so after the storm thing, they then like land the boat and they kind of come out and there's a guy who comes out to them who is possessed by demons. Ooh. Okay. There was no, do we run into any possessions? There's a lot in these stories. But w in the Old Testament, like. Not really. Yeah. So there's a demon in this fucking dude. Oh, not a demon. Here we go. A smorgasbord of demons. So, this man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. These are the magical powers that the demons, demons give yeah. him. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. Oof. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me for jesus has said to him come out of this man you impure impure spirit i rebuke thee in the name of me get out of there jesus asked him what is your name do you know the collection of demons name uh D dasher dancer <laughs> prancer sleepy my, my name is legion he replied oh because there's a lot of them. for we are many and he begged Jesus again and again not to send him out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. That's why Jews can't eat pigs! The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Whoa! So there, were, there were like 2,000 demons inside that guy. And the demons went in the pigs, and then the demons wanted to die? The demons didn't want to be tortured by Jesus. They asked permission to just go into the pigs. Hey, can we just kill ourselves? Can we just, can we just jump into those pigs and then get out of your way? To deal with, then to deal with his, like... Then to deal with being in the presence... The righteousness of him. In the presence of Jesus. I didn't know that Jesus was an exorcist. Oh, big Had time. the ability to exercise and recognize demons in people. I, it, I won't go over it a bunch anymore, but there are many more instances in the New Testament, in the Gospels, where he cast demons out of people. There's like a, that's like a thing you see on the internet, and you're like, why is this a thing? Jesus did it, so I mean, Jesus did it, it's to real. To an extent, though, it's like, one of them is like, there's a demon that was making a man blind and mute, and then Jesus cast him out, and he could see and talk again, and it's right. like, okay, was he a blind mute man that Jesus healed, and they attributed that to a demon? Right. But, uh, you know... Six of one, half a dozen of the other. 2,000 pigs murdered themselves, right. David, instead right. of being around Jesus. Right. Uh, Jesus has brought a paralyzed man, tells him to get up and walk, and he does so in front of a crowd and religious Hot leaders. damn. Um, there was one, where is it? It's the pool. So are people converting to follow this guy? Is, is Oh, yeah. As he's going around doing these miracles, people are starting to follow him and say, like, oh, this guy is a prophet or a so teacher. So are they not or... worshiping God? Are they just work? Because I was just... Well, they're assuming, at the very least, he's a prophet of God. Okay, so they're still worshiping God, but well, they... because in his teaching, he's teaching about God. Right. So then, why do people worship him? Because he's a prophet of God. But we don't. We he's don't... also saying, "I'm the Son of God." Does he say that? Yeah. Okay. 
I thought he said that you say that about me. No, he well, uh, he, Jesus Christ superstar. He, that's when Pilate talks to him, but like, or when the Sadducees talk to him or whatever. But yes, we're not there yet. He many times will claim to be God. Oh, okay. <laughs> God that's, or the Son of God? Both. Ooh, interesting. It's the same. It's the same thing. Is it? Yes. This is where we get into the Trinity. I'm stuff. the son of Trump. I am Trump. This is where we get into the Trinity stuff, and like it doesn't. The Bible never says the word Trinity, but it's the whole the concept that there's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah, and the they're all the equally, Pinta, the Nina, the Santa Maria. They're all separate parts of God, but they're all equally separate, God. but equal. Okay. Yeah. So okay, there are so many stories. Uh, the paralyzed man. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. He healed a sick woman who had been bleeding for twelve years. He was walking through a crowd. And then the the woman was like, if only I could touch his cloak, I know that his power will heal me. So she kind of like comes up behind him in this crowd of everyone kind of crowding in to get near him and touch him or whatever. And she just touches the hem of his garment and is healed. And he feels his power like flow through him to heal her. And he stops and he goes, who touched me? And his disciples Ooh. are like, dude, like there's a crowd around you. What do you mean who touched you? Somebody touched me. And he's like, no, someone touched me. And he like turns and he, and she's like, oh, it was me. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, by your faith, you're healed. Get up and go walk and be free. And, you know. Crazy that the Jesus power is so powerful that he doesn't even have to be conscious of it. It will heal people as he goes by, like an aura effect. Yeah. Uh, he raises people from the dead. Really? He raised the synagogue leader's daughter from the dead. He had a friend named Lazarus. Yeah, the Lazarus pit. His friend named Lazarus died. Is Rayshad Ghul there? No. How does Rayshad Ghul get involved? Uh, it used the name Lazarus because of a raising from got the it, dead. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, so... Uh, Lazarus died. His sisters come to Jesus, and like Lazarus is dead. They mourn for him for a while. And Jesus is so sad. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm bringing him back." Jesus is very sad. It was one of his best friends, and so he goes and he's like, "Remove the stone from the entrance to the tomb or whatever." And they're like, "You don't want to do that. It's going to smell bad. It's going to smell like he's been dead for four days. That's a stinky body." And Jesus goes, "No, remove it." So they remove it, and he looks in and he goes, "Lazarus, come out of there!" <laughs> and literally, it says like. Lazarus walked out still wrapped in the in the linens and oh, like with a, a cloth over his face. He's a zombie. Looks like a mummy kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they unwrap him and he's fine. Wait a minute. You're not a ghost. You're old man <laughs> Lazarus. Uh, let's see. Is that one? He calls. Uh, so then he eventually gets his 12 disciples in total. Okay. These are their names. Simon, who we call Peter. We already know him. Uh, yeah. He has a weird nickname. His brother, Andrew. James of Zebedee and his brother, John. Sup, Zebedee? Philip. Bartholomew. Oh, there's Bartholomew. Simon the Zealot. Okay, so they had to put a little a little apostrophe because there's Simon there. Peter and Simon the Zealot. Yeah, that's why they call what's his name fucking Peter. It makes sense. Uh, Thomas, who some will refer to as Doubting Thomas. Why Doubting Thomas? We will get he there. doubts Jesus. We will get there. He doubts him. Matthew, who was a tax collector. Yeah. James of Alphaeus. Yeah. Thaddeus. And Judas Iscariot, otherwise known as the Betrayer. The Betrayer. Yep. Uh, he calls his disciples together. But Judas was his favorite. Uh, <laughs> Judas was not his favorite. Actually... It was his number one friend. Actually, uh, like, his favorite, I believe, was James. Oh, okay. There's one that's, like, the disciple whom Jesus loved, and I believe that's James. Now, when he says it might be John. Loved, Fuck, I does can't he mean he loved, loved him? No. Okay. <laughs> I believe, actually, specifically because it's written in Greek, I think, originally, it's like the brotherly love instead of the romantic love. Got it. Yep. Hey, everyone. It's David from the future. So this episode turned out to be a lot longer than we expected, so we're splitting it into two episodes. We'll get all the lessons at the end. 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit. Getting right now. During the sixth month. I'm going to start that over. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here we go. Breathe, breathe, regular breaths. Regular breaths.